news, everyone. You're obviously confused and aroused. One does not drink from a champagne fountain in that manner, but you're listening to Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing Season 9, Episode 12, 31st Century Fox. My name is Michelle Burlingame, not with me, our Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. That's me. And our guest today, repeat offender, but not that Eric Kaplan, Eric Kaplan. Hi. Cody. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. I mean, sort of, welcome back to the show. You're still at your house. Yeah, well, we're all at our house, so. I literally just realized as Michelle was reading the intro that having you on for this episode makes a whole bunch of fucking sense. I was curious as to is whether or not that was why I was asked to do this episode, or nope. is it just you needed somebody to sit in there? You just, you just needed someone. <laughs> you needed a warm body. Asses in seats. <laughs> it could have been any episode. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to do this one. It just, it just happened to be one that had a a, be, a a big plot about hunting. And then it went in a bunch of weird directions. <laughs> Even so, one uh, real fond of this one. This is, a, this is a little bit of a flat line for me. Uh, yeah, I, I used to really like this episode, but watching it again, it, I, it's okay. Having not watched it in so long, because I... I haven't watched an episode of Futurama, specifically those seasons, in, man, maybe since they aired. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't hate it. Um, I remember specifically not liking it as much once it came back. Like once they did all the movies and they brought it back on Comedy Central and they did all that. Yeah. And I kind of was like, eh, it's it's all right but it sort of lost a little bit of something and I couldn't put my finger on what it was. But that being said, I didn't mind it after not having watched it for so long. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of liked all of the, uh, you know, the, the non sequitur gags in this one more than anything. Like mm-hmm. is even the professor and Hermes being in the, the uniforms at the very beginning. And then uh, Mothzilla just, tearing at the you know like <laughs> yeah. like the, the professor's um you know reluctance to get new uniforms despite the fact that theirs got destroyed by mothzilla was was great until he's just like okay let's go to the garment district and that whole scene with uh the the other dodecapod guy the tailor i enjoyed that probably more <laughs> yeah. than all of the fox hunting that was my favorite part of the entire episode it was so such a throwaway but all those great like space themed space movie themed uniforms that they oh, went yeah. through were great yeah. I, was I was trying, trying to, see, to go ahead i was trying to see how many of them that i could recognize and they were like the standards that you you would get but some yeah, of the was, like on the Dune, rack stuff yeah <laughs> barbarella lila the barbarella I, and I was going to say the same thing, Eric. Like I saw like a Buck Rogers that mm-hmm. was in there and uh, the, Z- the Zardoz. The Zardoz. <laughs> That's the, what the professor was wearing, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Sean which, Connery. Sean. Yeah. 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 There's a Cards Against Humanity that's uh, the like answer like uh, to one of the things is just that picture. Have any of you ever watched <laughs> Zardoz? No. No. I've never seen it. 
Neither have I. <laughs> if any, if anybody listening has, tell us about it, because that's that's about as much of it as I need to know. I just need to know that Sean Connery's in that nice stretchy <laughs> speedo with his Batman bandoleros. Um, but the uh, I, I even just that whole thing in the in the the garment shop with the professor starting off with like. I need something respectfully humiliating that can come out of an employee's salary without them noticing like that, that kind of stuff was really good. Um, and then, then there's that whole, that whole jag where he, he's like, well, do you have anything else? And he pulls out planet express uniforms. He's like, Oh, a very unpleasant man ordered these last year and never paid a very unpleasant man. Indeed to the professor and neither of them have a recollection of it happening. It's beautiful. I do like too that uh, I even wrote it down on, I was taking a few notes uh, and I just wrote old Jewish stereotype <laughs> for every time one of Zoidberg's people show up. And yeah. then Bender refers to him as Squidward Scissorhands. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that. He does then say that he's descended from P Prince Albert's can. <laughs> did well. That was uh, what? What did he say that Zoidberg was like? Oh, you're you're such a stereotype already, or something. Like he, Zoidberg said something to him about it. It was right yeah. when they came in the shop. Yeah, he says, can I offer you maybe a nice macaroon cut in seven pieces? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the part I missed. That was good. Yeah. How um, often do we see uh, those guys in other roles outside of Zoidberg's uncle when they go to the, 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 his home planet? Like, how often do you see the? I was trying to think about it. Like, Not well, really ever. Harold Zoid. Yeah, but yeah, that's... and then that guy, and what? I mean, is that it? That's it. That might be it. I can't Ooh. think of anybody else mm -hmm. that. What is he's a dodecapod or whatever? What is it called? A dodecapodian or something? Yeah. I need to get one of those suits that wicks away gallons of moisture, though. Like that. <laughs> that sounds gallons of moisture. <laughs> I, like, I feel like that's I don't, what under, under Armour does, right? Yeah, that's true, I guess. I mean, I just, I don't have a lot of experience with wicking fabric. And I honestly, <laughs> I, a lot of that is because I doubt its confidence in being able to keep up with me. So I don't know, like what, what are your experiences with it? Are they positive? Is it a real thing? Or is what a real thing? I, like, do you, have you ever worn wicking fabric and does it work? Yeah, oh. but not gallons. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's not. <laughs> you can't jump in a in a lake and then you know wick away the moisture. Right. Well, th not if it's saturated. Now, I will say, I have. What if, what if you pee your pants? Yeah, that, that was the be... joke: is that he peed his pants, and he's saying gallons and gallons of moisture. <laughs> I thought I thought he was just sweaty and wet, which seems on brand too for him. Yeah. But I yeah. What were you going to say, Eric? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, oh no. I was going to say um, uh, moisture wicking materials. Um, well, my old boss, when I first started working for him, used to wear, he'd bike to work all the time. Mm -hmm. and he'd wear those Under Armour, like, uh, like 
speed suits or whatever like yeah. full body like ankle to to uh neck you know whatever it was yeah he would bike from parma to west 25th smell like a wet dog when he got in there and then just smelled that way the entire time because he would not clean out he wouldn't run that that suit through the wash oh it God. was horrendous <laughs> like i would be working five feet from him and it just smelled like a wet fucking dog and, and he's tattooing people the entire and he time. wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't change out of it no he'd just he wear it all day long and not wash wear, it he'd wear that a t-shirt and a pair of shorts yeah yeah that's sorry foul. sorry tom that's <laughs> that's foul dave doesn't I, listen to this <laughs> yeah everything was fine until you said the name now i gotta bleep it <laughs> yeah that's fine <laughs> That's fine. We're on good terms now. <laughs> um, I I thought it was interesting when they when Leela started throwing her resistance to killing defenseless animals, and they're like, "No, we kill defenseless animals all the time." And they rattle off all those things, and they have a zebra skin ship cozy, ship cozy yeah. Which I'm surprised that hasn't come up before because that's actually that's pretty slick. It's a real rock and roll looking Planet Express ship with that thing on. <laughs> but, you know, I guess it's just there to serve the joke. Um, I, but that, I mean, I feel like Leela's um, been relatively consistent with her animal rights sort of uh, leanings. But I also feel that it's kind of like her whole relationship with Fry too, where it just sort of comes and goes. Like, was the last well, time she uh when she got uh nibbler was a whole thing about saving, saving nibbler animals. and the poplars the poplars and the penguins yeah oh yeah penguins. i yeah i guess i, I mean that's more consistent than her and fries <laughs> you know what that, now that you say that you're actually probably right um so I have I'm assuming the answer is no, but have any of you ever been on a fox hunt? Nope. No. <laughs> I mean I haven't I haven't either, but just that whole like just riding around on horses chasing things to death just seems like such a like so many better ways to pass your time than that. Um yeah, well you don't have millions of dollars to own horses and I mean, yeah. even so, like... I feel like Fox I don't know. came about where it was like, you have so much money and you're so bored, there's nothing to do, let's do this. Well, I mean, you figure it's... Yeah, I mean, that's not like an everyman sport, you know? Yeah. You don't have specific uniforms, specific horses, specific dogs. Like, when that stuff was a thing, your, your everyman, your average Joe that would hunt, was out there doing it for food, you know, in his underpants. Yeah, in a, <laughs> in a bright red onesie. Yeah, with, with the, the, with, the down. with the union suit. Yeah, just pooping right and left. But you know, I mean, that's that's a that's a fancy man sport. Are there are there still like fox hunts like that these days? I, it's totally I, illegal. I think I would say no, but I don't know. I that's mean, a good question. 
I mean, I care I, enough to look it up, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> with, with private animals, I'm sure it probably exists in tradition. Yeah, I don't know. Quotation marks. Tradition. I mean, if, if you're going to put that stipulation on it, like on private property, Tom, you could say that about all kinds of stuff that's probably happening. That you're, I mean, it's just because it's illegal. Like but the I think dangerous like, game? Yes. Yes, exactly. Ro- a robot. Chase, chasing a robot. Or, or, you know, I mean, that's essentially, that was Michael Vick's whole problem. He had private property and he had he's running well, dog fights on it. I would you know, say I mean, that there's a world of difference between running dog fights and and, <laughs> and 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 fox hunting. Like is is there though? I mean I, I would yes. Instead would of the dogs so. fighting each other, the dogs are tearing a fox pieces. Well, instead dogs, of each other to pieces. Do the dogs actually I don't know really much about fox hunting. So I don't know whether or not the dogs actually do the tearing apart or if it's that you ride up and then you shoot the fox. It's pretty much about the dogs. You just kind of chase, you're on a horse because you're trying to keep up with the dogs Mm -hmm. who are then chasing the fox. But yeah, the the dogs catch the fox. And then you say that little line, like, or whatever. It's like a juggalo call. It's I was going to (laughs) say. I mean, I you know, the only fox hunting I ever did was on Saturday nights. Hey-oh! I had to get it out. I'm sorry. I saw now, that one coming and I couldn't. I know, stop it. I couldn't I couldn't either. It's just compulsive. When you were in your horse riding stuff, Michelle, did they ever do like fake fox hunts? Oh no. No, no, no. You like you never chased a bunch of dogs on horses or anything? No. I went around in circles and made my horse look pretty. <laughs> there was no chasing or jumping or anything. So it was, it was just like prancing and yeah, yeah. It's a lot, I, I mean, a lot like that Netflix movie Horse Girl. I have not seen that, so I cannot confirm. <laughs> well, I've heard the title, and I pretty much can. <laughs> I I just I mean. It, it made me think of all these things, like even at a dog racing track, they have the fake rabbit on a stick that's like a robot rabbit that they chase. Have you like, been to a dog race, Pete? Well, those are I've also se- now I've, illegal, so. I've seen them. Are they yeah. in Ohio or everywhere? Like I'm sure Florida's down everywhere now. As of like really? this year, it's illegal. I think Florida just recently mm-hmm. made it illegal. I'll tell you what. It wouldn't surprise was, me if Florida made it illegal there, again. When I was down there like four or five years ago, uh, they had them because I know people that were going to them, and I would almost had a chance to go to them, but nope. Yeah, were those were those people you, Tom? No, no. They were, they were the people down in Florida. Were, were you were you true, looking for true Floridians? <laughs> yes, exactly. For Santos L. Halper. <laughs> I mean, my family has had greyhounds since I was a ch- child. So they terrify so, me. What about greyhounds? They're the nicest yeah. dogs. Oh, they look like giant mosquitoes. So what is it about the uh, greyhound racing that is so bad for the dogs? I am admittedly a little in the in the dark about that. I mean, I mean they're just... 
they're not treated. The dogs aren't treated well. Uh, the oh, first okay. greyhound that my family rescued had an amputated tail because the starting gate closed on it. Oh, okay. So, like her gate malfunctioned and broke her tail off. So she had like a little nubbin. I think the amphetamines um, are a problem too. So, so it's not like horse racing where they're, you know, treated oh, no. well. Oh, treated well. Horse racing is <laughs> yeah, absolutely <laughs> terrible. It's even worse. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's all like right. dog fighting in general principle. The fighting. <laughs> yeah. They make them run. <laughs> all, instead. All, the only fights happening are with the jockeys backstage. But like, yeah, the dogs don't have anybody riding them. But it would be fucking great if they did. I mean, that would be. I'd Listen, actually, I saw, like, they used to put monkeys on. I was backs. gonna say, they I saw that monkey little, rodeo. Yeah, they, they used to put little, little chimpanzee guys on them. Yeah, is that a, look up pictures. Yeah, oh, that's is that that's on YouTube. Thing. That's probably amazing. not. Yeah, it was probably before video. <laughs> oh. I, to be fair, I think there was a rodeo that came through Cleveland some years ago where that was a thing. I probably, could be wrong about yeah. that, but. That's amazing. I, I loved it. There was a, I think it was on, uh, I, I want to say it was like an old timey Letterman thing where he'd do stuff and he just cut to some weird non sequitur video. And it was like a chimpanzee washing a dog or a cat in a sink. And it was like the best thing, like seeing monkeys do stuff with other animals. I mean, aside from tearing them apart and, and you know, murdering them, it's, it's pretty great. It's it's fun to watch, because it's like they think they're people, and then they ride <laughs> like riding around on the back of a dog. I don't know if they think they're people so much as they're strapped to the back of a dog. <laughs> tomato, tomato. I, I think it's going. Holy shit! I'm a monkey. I don't believe. I don't belong on the back of this dog. I mean, you, you've got here. a you've got an 18 month old. You could strap her onto the back of something. It's true, and it would just be fun to watch. You strap her onto the back of you while you're fishing. I, but it's not, I, it's I not the that. same. I'm talking about a quadruped. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, get a couple of drinks in me. <laughs> um, have you, I, uh, the champagne fountain was interesting. I like that Fry just walked up and drank out of it as a water fountain, which would be awesome. Uh, and then he was doing it because the horse was doing it, which Bender stole from the NYPD. <laughs> um. Oh, I, Wait, I skipped something. I'm also, sorry. Did the did the horse say NYPD or did it say NNYPD? I thought it just said did it. I I just missed that part or maybe autocorrect fucked me. Um, the New Jersey Turnpike Highway jammed with broken heroes on a last chance power drive. What was that a reference to? I don't know. I don't know. New Jersey Turnpike. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, you're from New Jersey, Eric. I mean, <laughs> very true. I spent a bunch of time on it last year. It's it's uh, it's not pleasant. It's a straight shot, and you just pick your exit. Yeah, but it's all the. I don't understand how the exits work. Because <clears throat> like you'll you'll come in, the exit will be on the left side, and then when you go to exit, I don't think you go under anything, but all of a sudden you're on the right side of the road. It's very strange, and and the. Biggest disappointment with the New Jersey to turn Pike. Bear with me. Um, there's a place in New Jersey called like Shikwaki. That's how you pronounce it. But the way that it's spelled 
on the signs is Cheesequake. <laughs> so, I'm familiar with that place. So I I got off of this thing being like, is this gonna be, you know, like I'm thinking something like a like um it isn't there some kind of like blizzard analog at Baskin Robbins or something that's like a, a snow quake or something where it's like a, a milkshake <laughs> with stuff around? I'm thinking like this is gonna be the cheese version of that. Like a cup full of queso with like mashed up nachos and Doritos and stuff in it maybe some pretzels you just spoon it like i hope that would be the thing totally not totally not what it's was just there? A, it's a fucking rest stop <laughs> a sunoco gas station that that you can't pump yourself for some reason yeah i'm not quite sure why the new jersey uh what the rule is on having somebody pump gas for you the rule is you can't fucking do it someone well, has to i know do that's the rule you. why that yeah. is the rule because New, New Jersey, Jersey as a state is crooked. Is that still a rule? Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. Someone mm-hmm. has to come on and pump your gas? Yep. Mm-hmm. So you got a guy that sits in a booth, comes out, takes your credit card, puts your credit card in the in the machine, and that's it. It's absurd. <laughs> um, hmm. the, uh, the, the, the champagne fountain, though, like I was trying to think of other stuff I've seen in fountains. Like cheese, you get chocolate fountains. I I don't know if I've seen a cheese fountain, but that the cheese quake thing made me think of that. And then I'm told that at her niece's wedding, Betsy DeVos had a ranch dressing fountain, which totally sounds like something that she would do, but I'm not, I'm not 100% against it. That might be the one thing I have in common with that awful broad. Like, I could get behind, like if you had a big tray of crudite and just like a fountain spilling ranch all over. Yeah, there's there's a certain level of, uh, like I like ranch, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But a ranch fountain at a wedding? Seems like the What could be classier than that? That's a 4th of July setup, man. That's not a... (laughs) That's not a wedding setup. I I just had a goal set for this year. I'm gonna look into pumps and things. <laughs> Listen, if we ever throw our Fourth of July party again, you guys can come over for the uh, ranch ranch fountain. <laughs> what it, oh, all, the, all the beef sticks and ranch you can have. <laughs> a ranch slip and slide. Oh, that sounds like a strut and cock show. <laughs> <laughs> That it that it does, um, the uh, the change. So they eventually go out to do the fox hunt, all of them. And then I, I just liked the line from Bender. This was one of the good things from this point on, where he's like, "If there's one thing I know everything about, it's it's fox hunting. What's that weird cat?" <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, like that was perfect because it's just, it's just so like, I, I don't know. Cause I mean, a Fox, they're, they're part of a canine sort of family, aren't they? They're not felines. Okay. Right? Or dogs. Yes. Canines. Oh, yep. just, just weird. I, uh, the other thing about this, the setup to the actual hunt is I love every time they have one of like the rich old white dudes, like stereotype guys on this show. Just, Judge, yeah, no. yeah. That, that's Judge Whitey. 
Which yeah, I, I thought was Judge Whitey, and then it turned out to actually be him. Patrick Stewart is also the voice mm-hmm. of the main the huntsman hunter. Yeah, yeah, the huntsman. Yeah, that's Patrick Stewart. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No way. How did you not realize that? I don't know. I wasn't. I he wasn't bald. I mean, what? <laughs> he had what do you want me to say? He had a. He has a very distinct voice. Really, he does. I mean. It's- I, you know what? Maybe it's not as distinct as you think if he's not wearing a red way to go Pete. One, onesie. Oh, do you think that those Star Trek outfits were wicking or not? Oh, clearly they're head to toe. I, I, I mean, mean, they were like, but, but yeah, were they? Looked they? Like polyester though. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking they, that was more like not. a. Do you think like a, a wetsuit? There had to be a lining to it though. I don't know. Right. I think for all the colors. Except for red, it was probably really nice and good. <laughs> but red was just like was burlap on the burlap, inside. <laughs> burlap on the inside. Just like here. Some burlap and sand in here for you. <laughs> so how so how come Chekhov had to wear red? Tissue paper. What? How come Chekhov had to wear red then? Cause he was engineering. Okay, but he didn't get shot. No. I mean, they just ended up sending out all the engineers. Oh, shit. Did he have to wear red because he was Soviet and they were communist? And Sulu wore yellow because he was Asian. I I don't know. I'm sure there's internet crackpot theories about it, but it just occurred to me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a... What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i think everybody i think pete just shocked everybody with his mild racism i no, i'm not saying i'm uh, i'm not i'm not racist i'm questioning now pete whether, defend yourself i'm questioning whether those were subconscious cues that they put in there that sort of seems awfully t- to go against the whole theme of star trek where exactly humanity Humanity has grown beyond caring about that sort of thing. Do you think it was like network suits or something? Be like, yeah, yeah, you can you can have a multicultural cast, but we get to have final say on the outfits <laughs> or something. I, I, I this have is our just, mild racist jabs. This is just conjecture. I'm not. I'm not like saying that's what happened. It's just, it's like you you being on the episode that's about hunting occurring to me like that. I'm having a lot of delayed reactions these days. Like We're I, all under stress. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, I've been sitting in front of a computer for like 13 hours at this point. Oh so, <laughs> and now you're sitting in one for fun. <laughs> fun, fun. <laughs> um, so I guess Leela tries to stop the hunt as she is wont to do with her nice reused sign. I like the fact that she committed to recycling because she just had to write an F on the save the ox sign. Who's, what's happening with the ox? <laughs> the oxen. I mean, I mean, maybe that just supports the fact that she's she's animal rights all the time as she's going out to ox saving protests mm-hmm. in her free time. Yeah, there's another one to add to the list, ox. Mm-hmm. But, um... The thing where she's she's walking and he or what is, what is he he's like yeah go ahead and protest and then he's like yeah now into the ditch with you and just shoves her <laughs> off into which, the ditch with you 
which pokes her in the face with the riding crop and knocks her down (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's just so perfect like and then it just turns into a weird hunting trip i guess but they have the whole forest set up with these weird booby traps and stuff for the uh you know poachers and was it poachers and protesters yeah Mm -hmm. um it just got crazy the uh the horse riding bender was fun when they jumped the fence and they flipped over. That is really that was funny. I like that. Um, but I so then that kind of gets to that whole thing where it's like, oh well, the fox is a robot. So at that point, no one gives a shit except Bender. Although I'll tell you this, when I first saw the episode, and the dogs were starting to rip apart the fox before I knew it was a robot because you didn't know when you first saw it right i was kind of sad i was like what is going on with this episode i i don't know that's i mean i was sad even after i knew it was a robot (laughs) because it's still a fox is it is it though is it as i mean spoiler alert but at the end of the episode the fox turns out to be a dick he's like stampy on the (laughs) simpsons like no, no, some no. El- the, some elephants are just or some animals are just jerks. Fox ended up just being a fox. I'm sure if you brought a wild fox into your house, he's gonna tear what, your clothes up, piss on your stuff, and what, chew up what, all of your protest signs. What makes you think that hasn't <laughs> happened, Eric? You just again, you just described a Saturday night. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why. You, that's why I have the rubber sheet. Um, so, did, did, what did Bender? He said he's against hunting because it's a crime against the Robo Nation. Is that what he called it? Yeah. Uh, what was it? Was it Robo Nation? I think something like that. Robo humanity or Robo humanity or something like that. Okay, I yeah, it was just I didn't I didn't want to back up on it enough, but <laughs> hang on a second. Did we lose Michelle? I mean, we can see. Her, oh, so. nuts! Uh, no, her power went out. <laughs> oh, she, oh yeah, hilarious. yeah, she's frozen. Huh? That's that's the <laughs> second. <laughs> That's the second time that's <laughs> happened on this show. <laughs> when did the first time happen? Weird. Um, we had uh, we had Claire Colette on, remember? And the the power went out in my neighborhood. Oh yeah 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 yeah, that's right. So we we had to record it on my. Uh, I think we recorded it on my phone. What you drinking, Pete? Um, this is mostly water with a little ginger beer and uh, some vodka in it. I'm going to use this second to grab another beer and uh, she hopefully well, can she log back in? We'll I, I messaged. We'll give her yeah. a minute here. Yeah. We, we I, have unlimited now on the Yeah, I saw that. Thing, awesome. So. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm doing... How does this sound, by the way? Does this sound like not having fancy headphones? Is this all right? Yeah, you sound fine. Oh, okay, cool. 
Um, I think Tom's running everybody but him into the same channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't know what he's doing to mix it down at the end. Mm. I'm, I'm doing Weight Watchers, so it's like I try and save all my points for the end of the day for drinking to take, <laughs> to take the edge off. Yeah. And I'm actually doing really good at it because I just eat a bunch of zero point foods all day and then have like a, an okay dinner. And then it's just like, okay, well, I've got 30 points and a, a shot is three points. So, That's cool. yeah. So it's just, it's just, it's just managing. This seems but, like a, uh, an interesting time to be doing Weight Watchers. Well, I mean, left to my own devices, I'd just swell up like Mojo. <laughs> Oh, well, Teresa's threatening me because I, uh, I ate a container of frosting. Well, I <laughs> an entire container. No, Between... there was oh. half a container of uh, what was it? Cream cheese oh. frosting. It that was sounds... a uh, cream cheese frosting, and I ate half a container yesterday. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing anything to be careful with anything. Other than I mean, not drinking. You're you're in like better shape than I am generally. She's she's I'm getting just, back on. Her power came back on. That's good. Um I feel like I'm in a constant state of grazing right now. Yeah, that part gets hard. Like it, it just I, I wish you could see Teresa because she just she's sad because I ate oh there you oh, go. Oh there, hi. She just put a marshmallow in her mouth. <laughs> That's that's the life we're leaving, leading now. <laughs> Eating marshmallows and uh, and uh, icing. I mean, that sounds delicious. All all I want is like two big Bufords. Oh my god! I have not Ooh, I... had fast food in so long, and I'm like super happy about it. But I still think, God, the other day there's a Taco Bell commercial on it. I was like, I want a chalupa so bad, but I dude like. You know what? I, I I get uh not that it happens, but every once in a while I'll think about like KFC. And yeah, I'm, man, I really would want that. But then the one time that Teresa and I decided to do that was during Game of Thrones, uh, years ago, like first couple seasons. Yeah, and we saw a commercial for it, and we're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna do it on Sunday." And Barrett came over, and we got like a family meal, and I devoured it and then about 45 minutes later i'm like oh god you guys gotta pause it i gotta go to the bathroom and then just ran to the shitter because it just gave me the oh, worst god. fucking diarrhea i i mean <clears throat> and i'm glad it's you two on here right now because i don't know michelle well enough to be talking about <laughs> shitting myself i mean she's that. she's used to it she's done like 70 episodes of this with us so true true i i mean i'll feel sick if i eat burger king but if I eat rallies, it's nothing but unadulterated pleasure all yeah. the time. It's because rallies is the best, like a big Buford is the best fast food burger you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and so it's just, it's <sighs> that kind of shit, you know, like I'm not, I'm not eating poorly and my fucking girlfriend went to culinary school. So like between her and I, we can fuck shit up in the kitchen pretty good. So 
what we're eating is tasty. It's satisfying, but it's not the same as eating fistfuls of Cheetos. <laughs> you know, I yeah, of Cheetos still. I mean, the 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 thing that you lose when you go on stupid fucking diets is salty crunchy. Like, mm. I need salty crunchy all the time. I'll tell you what, hot. Cheeto hot fries. I've been living on Cheeto hot. Not living on them, but dude, that's been my munchy food, and I get Trader heartburn. Trader Joe's has a a flaming hot Cheeto version. Them shits are delicious. And, and you know what? You know you do. Don't even eat them by themselves. Throw them on a fucking sandwich. Mm, yeah. Ooh. Make yourself a turkey sandwich on some nice soft bread, some mayonnaise, a little piece of cheese. Maybe some roughage if you want, but you don't have to. Then put some spicy Cheetos on it and smash it down. The problem, though, is that it's not like mealtime because I don't feel like individual meal times are bad. It's... What, bud? We have a special guest. My name is Carl. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on out there. Look, you're... Your juggalo call worked. You Tom. need to get in the shower. <laughs> yes. That, that, yeah, the hoodoo just hoodoo. But it's not the uh it's not like mealtime that I feel like disgusted with what I'm eating. It's just, you know, oh well, nothing's happening right now, so I'm gonna walk into the kitchen and grab something. And then five minutes later, you're like, oh, nothing's happening. I'm gonna go into the kitchen and get something. Like some pretzels. <laughs> oh, you're back. Oh, I'm back. you missed a lot of snack talk. <laughs> so what All do you right. have to cut out, Pete, aside from like just basic junk food? You know what? You, you, you don't have to cut out anything. Like I said, I save all my points for drinking. Mm. All right. Yeah. It's just that whatever you have has a point value and consequences. So it's more, it's more about tracking what you're eating. And then you have like the zero point foods. You're just like, yeah, eat all the, eat all the fucking grilled chicken you want. Eat all the celery you want. Eat all the vegetables you want. And that's mostly what I do. And then we get to the day at the end of the week before you do your weigh-in. And mm-hmm. you have like some weekly rollover points. And then you just act like a fucking pig. And I do. Which, you, I mean, but then you're entitled to it. Exactly. I forgot. I forgot that's how it works because Teresa did it for a while. God, is a while ago. But there's a. Do you guys pull stuff out of the cookbook? Not to derail the entire podcast by talking. So, about so we made some stuff out of the app yesterday that was good. Pumpkin pancakes. A couple recipes that Teresa took out of there that are great that we still make. So. Yeah, it's. I mean, look, I got. I got to do something, and there's got to be a system. And as long as I'm not looking at bread like I want to fuck it, then I'm good. God, I can't I can't be without bread. I know, I know. Yeah. It's it's a whole thing. Um where where were we? We're talking uh, about the fox being a robot. Yeah. And and our different reactions to that. So I guess then it then it turns out that like all of the animals, the horse, <laughs> the dogs, are all uh are all robots. But what I really liked is when the huntsman flips the tooth on his horse sea gasket and it, and yeah, it that turn, was pretty great and it turns into a helicopter and, and then some kind of like crashes into a tree, into yeah. tree. 
Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> that was the best thing because it was just a <laughs> robot that did something and then he just let it go off. If he was in mm-hmm. it, he could have flown it somewhere, but it just crashed yeah. into the tree. Yeah, it's like it's like a remote control plane where you let <laughs> let go of the, the things or like a drone. Um, what what is that? Uh, uh, the, okay, then it leads into Bender starting Barf, Bender's animal robot front. And they do a bunch of hijinks where they like you're trying to liberate animals. So it's basically like some sort of PETA situation. But the I, what would robot eggs be used for? Because that was the part I didn't get. Robot omelets. <laughs> yeah. I. But I. I mean, is what's what is inside a robot I mean, egg? Probably robot, robot yolk. Also, robot yolk. And robot white. <laughs> <laughs> Why's it got to be who's, white, Tom? Who, yeah, who's racist now, Tom? Because there's robot egg white. Um, but the, the you whole think they thing... would sell like individual robot egg whites? Like of course. Of, of egg white? Yeah, yeah, why not? But the, the, the whole liberation of the robot chickens was <laughs> wonderful because they're like literally manufactured to sit in those little coops and then he pulls it out of him. He's like, run sweet, run free, sweet robot head. And he throws it and it falls upside down. And the eggs just keep popping out of the bottom of it through a little hole. <laughs> he does that the, a couple but, of times where he just grabs something and like goes and runs free and throws yeah, well, the, it. Yeah, well, the robot the, uh, egg. <laughs> what did he throw in the air? And he brought down a, a goose. <laughs> oh, that, oh, a, 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 a fake chick, a fake duck. The yeah, fake that's right. <laughs> He killed a so duck with a fake duck. My, what I liked about that is that it wasn't even necessarily like a robot duck that had its own life doing something. Right. It was like a cutout, a metal cutout. <laughs> and it, the only made it thing made it a robot was the fact that it was re- attached to a wire that was like on a motor. <laughs> right. It was, it was absolutely ridiculous. I, so uh, the thing with the robot pigs at the butcher shop was just fucking bizarre. Where he's just like chopping it up into slices full of like oil and hey, you can't just come in here and chop off my hand. (laughs) You need to take a number. It puts it all in the grinder and makes the sausage. (laughs) You could just put a new hand on, man. You're a robot. That's, I mean, that's part of it. But what what is the skin of the robot sausage? I don't know, Tom. You're just talking about robot egg whites. You tell me. Good question. Some kind of polymer, I imagine. <laughs> Bring, bringing it back, I love how it goes into like the, the run through at the end where Fred's talking to Bender and he's like, you've eliminated animal cruelty in a 20 yard radius of this building. What are you going to do next? <laughs> he basically just did the block and gave up. But then they go they go back to the fox hunt. <laughs> yeah, that's all the animal cruelty. Robo animal The robo animal cruelty. Um, I do like how uh Barf was comprised of a bunch of robots that we've seen from other episodes. Like the robo hookers, <laughs> there was the the one fat robot from uh, Yeah. Yeah. The, well, the, yeah. the beep bot the from all my circuits. Yes. Was there too. <laughs> and then the mutant that looks like Todd Berry. 
<laughs> he was. I think he was the lone. Uh, he was the lone not robot. But it's I, I. Every time I see him, that's the only thing I can think of is that it's it's Todd Barry. Um, so they get an injunction saying that the the robo fox is an endangered robo species and then immediately they cut to judge whitey shredding the injunction and zoidberg's lineup he's crooked but fair fantastic that you know like zoidberg really puts the stuff together but uh then he comes bursting out of his uh out of, out of the <laughs> stall on the horse yeah and i like yeah, that they just, made the the it was an actual stall. Like there was an A in there. <laughs> yeah. But the, uh, the bender put himself in the cage to find it, like turn the tables on him. And they're just like, Oh, whatever. We'll just hunt you. But uh, also the fact that bender can't open that cage, except for a human. Well, technically wrote, not a human, but uh, I wrote we'll that out later, but. Yeah, he could. He's a bending unit. <laughs> a bending unit that can't open a cage. He should have been able to bend the bars of the cage. <laughs> you would, you would think like that's one of those things. Where it's just like they're, they're not even trying on this. But uh, he does say the line, "Sorry, mutton chump," which mm -hmm. I liked, because you, you don't get to say stuff like that anymore. When was, when's the last time you saw somebody with real, honest to god mutton chops that you could say that to? and mean it i mean i've got a couple of friends that have had mutton chops <laughs> yeah i mean the spitfire i'm sure there's it's, it's kind that's... of a thing now i don't know all right i i don't know i haven't left walked up to hugh jackman slapped him called him mutton face <laughs> whatever the hell that whatever the hell the quote was Mut mutton jump yeah mutton jump <laughs> I I I like that they they make the reference to the most dangerous game that they're going to hunt besides lawn darts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty dangerous game. Do you think you could order lawn darts off Wish? I bet you can. I don't know if are they even made anymore. Yeah, I don't think they're made. I mean, you can buy the cans that have the flat round round. There's sand in the bottom. Mm -hmm. They're just weighted at the bottom, so you just throw. That's then... it's not the same. Let me I let me look and see. I I bet with their their lack of regard for everything else in China and on Wish, that they probably have them. Lawn darts for sale. I th literally is Wish the only thing you can, like the only time you can order something is if it happens to pop up on your Facebook ad and you see something no. you want. <laughs> That's the only no. way that I know how to order from Wish. There's an app. I I used to use it. Or I, I used it like twice. And then I was like, oh, this is all Chinese garbage that takes three months to get here. Oh, it's not worth it. it. <laughs> oh, Sometimes. It's, it, yeah. It's it's all knockoff junk. I mean, I some of it's like knockoff because some of it's like $8. Do you have to pay or less. Yeah. yeah. 1969 Jarts Lawn Darts game vintage look re reproduction metal tin <laughs> sign eight and a half by twelve inches. They, they have the sign the, though. They have the they have the fake lawn darts with the flat bottoms. They do not have actual lawn darts, 
but these these ones they have look like you could probably unscrew the weighted part at the bottom and put something sharp on it like a hypodermic needle <laughs> sure anything a bunch of steak knives taped to the outside of it <laughs> So I get well. Bender is being hunted. Theoretically, the team took the fox, the robot fox, back to Planet Express headquarters, and he's wreaking havoc on stuff. He destroyed all their uniforms. He killed Amy's prize hen. Before they knew that he was doing that, they were absolutely in love with him. Yeah, they wanted to make him the mascot. And what else was there? It's like everybody loves a chimpanzee until it rips your genitals Fox and your jaw off. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, right? That was that was good. They threw some digs in at the parent company. Um, oh man! Speaking of owning chimps, uh, uh that was a weird lead-in, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I, um, I feel like you were gonna say you played three-card Monty with one and totally ripped it off or something. Well, I was gonna say until it rips your face and genitals off. You, I'm assuming you've seen that 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 woman that got attacked and like had her face rebuilt. Had her oh, face yeah, rebuilt. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. They rejected it once, I think. Somebody <laughs> had a face transplant and they rejected it. And they did another I, one. How many face transplants happened in this country? I think the, there's been the, at least three. Couple, there yeah. was N- Nicholas, honest, yeah. Nicholas Cage, yeah. John Travolta. So that's you, two. You beat me to it, Pete. <laughs> I was building the lead into my own joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then those other two people, and one of them was French. So even if it happened here, does it count as being like an American face transplant? Sure. First of all, how are these people getting around? chimpanzees to have their faces ripped off well that one woman her friend owned one to to be honest it's because exotic animal laws were not very good for a while <laughs> because people just assumed that you were like oh yeah I'm, people are I'm not just buy I, an exotic or like a wild animal no and then no one would buy 200 it. tigers <laughs> and they're like oh we better make a law of this because this is happening <laughs> and then one of them ran for governor. Until, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Fry's complaint about the fox is that it peed on the locker room floor, and that's his territory. <laughs> it's a robot. You think they could have just like reprogrammed the robot fox to not do those things? Exactly. <laughs> what do you think he was peeing? Oil? I mean, it's who knows? How do they know if it was oil? How would they know it was pee? I'd I'd like to think that they programmed the robotic fox enough to somehow create like ammonia and then just pee out like (laughs) actual ammonia. Yeah, uh, maybe, but I don't know. It's this is where it starts to get kind of tedious in this episode. Even there's a big chase scene. Like the 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 fox jumps on a path train to New Jersey to go back to the hunt club because it's probably programmed to go back to where its home is. Um, Bender is still trying to ev- evade the hunters. He rubs a porcupine on himself to get the scent of the forest on him. That doesn't work. But I like when he threw it at a tree and it hung upside down. I like uh, he he gets his what is it thirty minute head start. Mm-hmm. Decide, trying to decide which path to take the right. pleasant open field with the bunnies in the sunshine or the dark ominous path 
And then after half an hour, the riders show up and he's still standing there pondering where like, to go. Ah, but I could do this or that. He had some of Numar's own catnip. Surprised they haven't made that. <laughs> that was a great joke. I really yeah, liked that one. <laughs> that, was, that was super good. Um, but the, that it, that it just gets weird. Like the, the Planet Express crew are trying to hunt the fox from the ship and like shooting at him from the sky, Ted Nugent style. And then I was trying to figure out, A, why Bender was hungry, because he's a robot, he shouldn't get hungry. Two, why did a knife cut off his finger as, like he cuts off his middle finger with the knife? Like, how is that knife strong enough to cut through Bender's metal robot fingers? Well, I have a question for you, Pete. How, yeah. many episodes, how many episodes of the show have you done? Too goddamn many. And at this point, you're still questioning weird shit that happens in the show. It <laughs> seems like, yeah, it seems to have gotten better though. So I don't, I don't know. Um, but he steps in a bear trap then, or maybe it's a fox trap, and the fox finds him and helps him out by biting off his damn foot. Coyote ugly. Yeah, it's it's. It's weird. Um, there is definitely a point in this episode where I, I was watching it this morning and I'm like, okay, everything's like playing out the way it should. Everything makes sense. It's all whatever. And I found myself pausing it to like check and see how much time was left. Mm -hmm. so I'm like, where the fuck does this story go yeah. from this point? Like where, yeah. where how, how many more jokes are you going to slip in there about Bender being lost in the woods or the Planet Express crew trying to hunt down this fox. And it tur turns out right back to where they started. Like it literally, yeah. there's, there's no real growth throughout the whole thing. Um, I, I feel the, like a uh, lot of these episodes, it's like they're, they have this new network that they're on and doing stuff, but I don't, I think these writers are trying to like do the same thing they were doing originally, but then their deadlines are like too much, too quick, and they just end everything, or they try to write or mesh too many things together to like finish an episode. One of the things I always They're thought not about flushed out as well as they should be. Mm -mm. Yeah. Right. One of the things that I always thought when they came back, like it was a major complaint I had when they came back on Comedy Central, it was, a, what was it, a 9, 9.30 show? Something it, like that. Like, yeah. So it came back on a network where you were allowed to be a little more crude. You were allowed, you know, the, the there weren't as many restrictions on what you could say or do on the show. And I felt that when it was on Fox and it was a primetime cartoon show on a, on that channel, there was a lot more that they had to, they had to be more clever with their writing. I agree yes. with that. Yeah. Then when they came back, they're like, oh shit, we can make like dick and fart jokes and we can just be way more crude and way more obvious. Mm -hmm. So I don't know whether uh, that yeah. plays into the rest of the writing as far as storytelling. Goes. Yeah. I, yeah. I get it. I think they tried less for a lot of these episodes. Either they were yeah. more rushed or they tried less. Like there's more demand for them to pump out episodes or they just kind of were like, we're getting paid network money or like 
cable money. Yeah. And we're doing this. Like, because they go downhill. And really, like, did you, Eric, have you watched the entire series? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it's been a long time since I watched it, but yeah. But you went through the entire mm-hmm. everything. Okay. Sorry, um, I just got there because this episode all these episodes as they go on it just like more and more brings back me watching them when they came out and it's just like they get disappointing and disappointing and disappointing yeah i i feel like i liked these a lot more when i was watching them and they were new yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was like the the excitement of having like a new episode of futurama made the episode like way better than it actually was you're more tolerant you didn't you know, now you're spoiled for choice. Like I could be watching literally, yeah. I could be watching Brooklyn Nine Nine again. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> which that that's that's been what I've been following up on, having finished Thirty Rock again. And damn it, I love it so much. It's so good. It's so good. Oh man, I just um, showed my wife Thirty Rock, and she oh loved man. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, I think the, there's a thing. It's a hard thing to recapture the the like what makes a show so good. Whatever that show is, whether it's, you know, 30 Rock, whether it's Futurama, whether it's The Simpsons, either you go too long and you just run out of material or you're like just scraping the bottom of the barrel. Or it's, I think when you bring back a show after it's been off the air for so long, it's hard to recapture that same feeling that everybody loved. Like I tried, like the... um, uh, Arrested Development. I could not get into bringing that back, and it was how many years had passed since that last episode? I think that at least episode. three or four. Yeah, oh, way oh, more it than was that. Way more, way than, more than, that. than that. Way more than it was. Uh, yeah. it was at least ten. Two thousand six, <laughs> yeah. and then it it came back in two thousand thirteen. Um, I just finished the Arrested Development like all of it, like the new seasons and everything like that. I, I only two, watched then, the first Netflix season. It that's then, hard to get through. Yeah. I yeah, watched two episodes. It was not good. I didn't get that I didn't get to the next net net bleh, next it's, Netflix season. It, Did they have two seasons? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit, more, I didn't even <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know they had a second one. The second then again season, you have go go ahead. The second season they actually hashed out everyone's schedule. So they have everyone together more except for Lindsay. Hmm. Uh, for some reason, she's in it at the beginning and then in the middle where you can clearly see it's a green screen behind her with the rest of the cast. Oh, she's, no. got, she's got... And then at the end, she comes back. Like it's... She's got the generous money. I was gonna say yeah. she's very, yeah. married to Ellen. <laughs> the uh, I mean, then again, you have like the Deadwood movie, which just makes everybody feel good and puts closure on things. It, it uh, now, all right, now I don't know if you're bringing that up because it's me on this podcast. I, no, I just I hands I down, it. Deadwood is my favorite show ever. It, like when that show ended, it ended poorly, but it yeah. also ended because HBO shit canned them halfway through the season. So they were setting things up to be on further seasons, but the movie was good, but the movie was only good because I liked the show. It wasn't a good movie on its own. Like That's it was, okay. It was like, 
here's a two hour blowjob because you're just going to like this and enjoy this show. Enjoy this thing. Like, I'm okay with it. It, 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 it wasn't necessarily like, but I, I loved it though, but it really was not great storytelling. <laughs> no, because they, they had two hours to tie up 30 loose ends. Yeah. Yeah. But also who's going to watch that other than people that have watched. Deadwood? Well, that's like, I never That's watched a good Deadwood. Point. I wouldn't have watched the yeah, movie. Yeah, me either. Like, it's yeah. No, you should. A, it's it's awesome. It's really. No, good. I suppose when it's HBO and you're like you're doing that specifically, knowing that the only people that are going to watch that are. I don't. Know, I, I guess I'm kind of like painting myself into a corner with it <laughs> with that logic because I don't. I can't imagine anybody's going to tune in to watch. Uh, Arrested Development that wasn't a fan of the show to begin with. Right. Yeah. Oh God, you wouldn't. Even have an idea what was going on. I think there it's was... just—it's ah, man. You start running this line of like, do you do what's best for the show and for the material and for the characters or you know whatever, or do you just give the audience what it wants? Like sometimes, as much as I would love Arrested Development to come back and be great, that show existed in this perfect little bubble just let it be like it doesn't you don't always need to bring something back yes agreed um there there was a really good non sequitur from bender when the fox and him were trying to find everybody and he goes what is it little buddy a layer cake or maybe world series tickets like <laughs> that's that i liked like i feel like that's something i should use in my day-to-day -day talk but it, it comes down to the Huntsman and Bender sort of chasing each other to the death. But Bender gets the Huntsman trapped in his snare and he's going to kill him, but he can't shoot him because he doesn't have his... his right, his anti-gravity snare. But Bender doesn't have his trigger finger, so he can't shoot him. Uh, but the, when the fox <laughs> attacks the Huntmaster, who's going to kill them anyway, he's like, yeah, I'm not a good sportsman, whatever. <laughs> Who 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 is it that said? I think it's Bender. He goes, I can't watch enough. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, his eyes extend out <laughs> through his hands. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then the Huntmaster ends up being a robot too. Is he the only one, or is Judge Whitey a robot? Or like, uh, you know, it raises a lot of questions. But they end up mounting his head back at the Planet Express office, and the story's over. I, I mean, it had its moments, but overall it was kind of a stinker, I thought. It's a mediocre episode. Yeah. yeah. It's not the worst that I've ever seen. It's not the best that they ever did, so. This they, one uh... actually was produced before even Viva Mars Vegas, which was weird. Hmm. Yeah, they they it, the infosphere says that they flipped those two episodes mm. because they wanted to advertise um, that Patrick Stewart was going to be on the season uh... finale, but this also did not end up being the season finale, uh, and they also did not advertise that Patrick Stewart was in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> are the people that are the guests really that big of a draw? Like, uh, I mean, probably on honestly on Comedy Central, they were just probably doing that to like be like, oh, we got Patrick Stewart. 
But no. people that are watching it, I think, I mean, remember. I mean, I get we, a kick. Don't get me wrong. I get a kick when I find out like certain somebody's there. Yeah. But it's not enough to make me watch that episode. But even when Futurama <laughs> first came back on Comedy Central, we would like make an effort to like watch it on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, so I think that was what really brought people to watch Futurama, even at least for me, when it went down and down and down, I still continued to watch it, but it just, I guess it, we'll find out when we finish, but it ended fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Good. Just fine. Fine. Just, just fine. fine. <laughs> oh, on that note, uh, we made it through another one. We did. That Thanks for coming on, Eric. On these. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Yeah, we're 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 getting it done in the quarantine. Uh, it, aside from being quarantined, assuming this lifts and everything goes back to some sort of normalcy, where can people find you? What are you up to? Uh, well, I'm tattooing at Two Sons Tattoo in uh, West Park, Ohio. Corner there in West, West Park, Park, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. thank you, Tom uh yeah that's 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 my whole thing that's it <laughs> are it are you guys doing anything tease box wise well <laughs> i mean no i mean obviously not right now uh but no that uh well who uh, it's eh, i don't know how to answer that question tease box when 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 the call comes for tease box we're there <laughs> Tom, that's the best answer yet. <laughs> Seriously, it's a, that's the best thing you can no, say. That, about that, that it's not makes going a, anywhere, but we don't necessarily. Yeah. But it's have but it's not going on. Yeah, it's not going anywhere, but it's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. I Beautiful. I wish I could say that we had like you know stuff that was happening and we things. had a show. <laughs> got canceled because yeah. hey so did you know, so did we a lot of things happened yeah everybody's yeah. shows got canceled yeah <laughs> the world's shows got the world got canceled <laughs> son of a bitch uh is anything else anybody else got any other stuff happening is, is there more uh public access stuff coming out or is Can that I... done now michelle oh. everything's out all the public access stuff is out go watch it it's funny it is <laughs> i'm a new uh do a blatant uh, post for my wife. I'm going to uh, say uh, brown dog stitches. If you're looking for some cool cross stitching, you should check them out. I'm going to I'm going to hashtag her in it because it's also my income. <laughs> I need <right> now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hey, while we're at it, go to restlessabs.com. Buy my band's yeah, new record. Why not? <laughs> I mean, uh, or. Or just go to slurmcast.com and you can find all of our episodes. You can contact us. You can send us an email at slurmcastpod at gmail.com. You can call us at 216-438-1077. You can text us there too. Send us a nice picture of what you're doing in quarantine and what your hair looks like. Ours is all fucked up, except for maybe Michelle's. Uh, <laughs> the uh, We're on Instagram and Twitter at slurmcastpod. We're on Facebook. Rate and review us in iTunes. The usual stuff. We only have about a dozen and, a, and some left of these folks, so now's the time to get in uh, if you want to be in the final season of Slurmcasts. 
reach you out guys, and tell uh, us. You guys think you're going to be doing something else after this? You got any ideas or are you just going to be like, yep, yep, that was, that's it? Well, we uh, don't know. Yeah, we I haven't, haven't decided yet. Yeah, we, we haven't really talked about it. It's hard enough to commit to doing it like week to week at this point. So yeah. mm-hmm. you're like, here's a new project. Eh, Monthly we'll radio see. drama. Yes. I mean, that's, that's sort of my status quo. Uh, yeah, so this is a good, fun time. We made it. We had a good time talking about snacks and things, despite the episode being a stinker. I like that. Yeah, that was also nice to kind of see everybody.